Hey there, friend. We're so glad you could join us. Here we like to highlight the best of humanity while offering a dose of positivity to hopefully brighten your day. But more importantly, we want you to know whatever you're going through, whatever you're feeling, you're not alone. We're here to stand with you. I'm Chuck Rendon. And I'm Amy Nalawai. And this is A World of Hopes. Well, Amy, I have to say, uh, I have a pretty fun story of hope for us this week. But before we get there, uh, I have to ask, what's been going on with you? How are, how are things? Things are good. Not a whole lot going on. I do have to say, um, I had a little movie night with some friends yesterday. And I apparently have been living under a rock because I was unaware that there was a Gremlins 2. You were not aware of the new batch? Come on. Apparently, I missed that one. <laughs> it's a classic, in a way. We were... <laughs> it was It was a very interesting experience. We'll, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> but I do have to say, there was some extreme nostalgia going on as we're watching and a little gizmo friend and all his crazy friends uh, like raid a penguins frozen yogurt store in the mall (laughs) hello that is a name i have not thought about in a while oh my gosh a complete blast to my past one of my friends who was watching was like what's up penguins and i just looked at them like i'm sorry oh poor child poor child yeah, I remember there was a penguins um, that we would frequent often. I don't know why, but I always got vanilla froyo with gummy bears. <laughs> it's like a good combo. Yeah, I could see that. Oh my gosh! But I, I also remember um, it was always about the froyo, random toppings, and then they always had the New York seltzers on hand the different flavors yes oh my Mm. gosh okay new york seltzers now i have to ask what was your favorite flavor i i don't know that it was my favorite but for some reason i would always go for black cherry dude i loved black cherry yeah it was good cream soda was also a favorite as well Mm -hmm. for me those two good yeah those were the tops yep and the the other nostalgia that comes along with the penguins frozen yogurt memories here is that our local penguins was a few doors down from a little place called skate depot oh my gosh yes i had a many a birthday spent there oh my gosh the roller rinks in the 80s that was like a thing it was oh it was huge huge that was the thing to do and it really was like the birthday destination i feel like all of my birthday parties that i went to in the 80s were either at a skate rink or at McDonald's, because that was back when McDonald's had <laughs> birthday parties. Right. <laughs> oh. There was a stretch there where I feel like every one of my friends and their friends like had a skate depot. Like you, it, you weren't anyone if you didn't have a skate depot birthday party. Like that was just coming of age, right? You had to have your skate depot birthday party. And I was such a klutzy roller skater. Like. I, I don't know what it was about roller skates. I was just never that great at it. I think I did better with inline skates and ice skating than with something about the four wheels oh. side by side. 
it just threw everything out of whack. I was like the total opposite. Like I was actually okay with rollerblades, but uh, I've been ice skating once and only once in my life. And my behind hit the ice so many times. I literally thought I was going to break at one point. I, (laughs) I thought... If I fall one more time, I will smash into a million pieces because that's oh, the way I feel no. right now. Oh, no. See, that's how I felt on roller skates. I usually would just hang on the side. I was one who got yelled at for hanging onto the wall. <laughs> you were spot. one of those. I Aww. was one of those. I was one of those. <laughs> but yeah, the skate deeper nights were fun, man. It was the lights, the music. Oh, I loved when they turned the lights down and you had like the uh, strobe lights going. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was so And it, it was, the, you know, the weird light patterns on the ceiling that they had. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was so It random. was hypnotic. Yeah. yeah. Which probably isn't the best thing when you're skating. <laughs> when you're skating. Yeah. True. True. I feel like every time we went, you know, there were certain songs that you just expected to hear. And then they would also do the the weird skating games and stuff like that. I just... I think of the smell of like the horrible pizza coming from the snack bar <laughs> and the, and the, the licorice ropes. Oh gosh. Yes. And then yeah. of course the nachos with the plastic cheese mm-hmm. and all that, all the fun staples. Yep. All those things. And the, yeah. like the funky carpet that they had, it was like that cheesy kind of space print. I don't even know like what to call it. It was like, the bright, was funky, neon yeah. patterns. <laughs> right. It was like the weird, it was the weird Skate Depot carpet. Yeah, that, that was like, that was a thing of the 80s for sure. Yeah, it's funny too, because I, I feel like, you know, there was a couple years there where, you know, like I said, Skate Depot, we'd always go for birthday parties. I found myself like in the last year or so going to Skate Depot, I primarily spent my time in the arcade. <laughs> That was like <laughs> the bigger draw and not so much the skating aspect mm-hmm. to it. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of uh, good arcade playing. Uh, I, ha- I got in there with some friends. So that was good times. Good times. Nice. You didn't do any of the like when they would do the backward skate. I didn't do the backward skate because that, no, that wasn't I me. Couldn't that wasn't backwards. really in my wheelhouse. So, yeah. yeah. Or the games, the weird games? Yeah, I did uh, participate like in the fun games. What was the one that they did with the dice? Was that like, that was like kind of like Four Corners, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, very yeah. similar. Mm-hmm. I was trying to remember the different games they would do that. They would do like a steal the bacon thing. <laughs> right, steal the bacon. And a red light, green light thing. Red light, green light, yep, I remember that one for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's all kinds of weird stuff they would do. There was the couple's gate the reverse skate right. where they would change direction and we would we'd do the hokey pokey. Yeah, <laughs> yes. That? Yeah, yeah. I do, I do. You know, it's funny that you bring up hokey pokey actually because that brings us right into my story of hope this week. Oh. Uh, which, believe it or not, does involve the hokey pokey. The hokey pokey, huh? <laughs> okay. Let's hear this. I'm curious now. It's such a fun story. So there's a a lady who lives in uh, Prairie Village, Kansas. Uh, Her name is Phyllis Brinkerhoff. And she is just obsessed with the Hokey Pokey. (laughs) Like this is her favorite song. It's her favorite dance. In fact, Phyllis 
who's affectionately known as Mrs. B around town, uh, likes the Hokey Pokey so much that she wanted to share it with her closest neighbor, uh, Melanie Mindry. So she gave her a copy <laughs> and uh, it was it was so funny. Like, wait, so wait. She, she had a random copy of the Hokey Pokey just laying well, around? Well, if, if it's your favorite song, I mean, you probably have oh, a couple copies goodness. laying around. That is too cute. Okay. Yeah, it was great. And well, what I loved is... <laughs> So Phyllis would routinely call up Melanie and just ask her, have you listened to the CD I gave you? Have you fallen in love with it yet? <laughs> like, is it your favorite? <laughs> oh. And so uh, Melanie, though, got word that it was going to be uh, Mrs. B's 93rd birthday. And so she thought, what better surprise to give her than to have the actual town come out and play a game of hokey pokey and dance basically the night away. <laughs> oh my gosh. So it was so great. <gasps> they made these custom like invites. They rolled them up and handed them out to everyone in the town. And uh, yeah, the whole town showed up in front of Mrs. B's house and they called her out. They gave her a nice little happy birthday hat and yeah, they just started all doing the hokey pokey together. <laughs> it was great. It was a hokey pokey flash mob. Oh my gosh, that's too great. That's hilarious. And she had to be like in seventh heaven. Like, yeah, she had oh, to love yes. that. Yeah. If you watch the video, which we'll, we'll definitely link in the show notes, uh, dude, her grin is from ear to ear. Like you can tell like this completely, maybe not even just made her day, but probably made her like life. I don't know. Like <laughs> you could tell, like she was just having the time of her life. It was so great. And it was just so infectious too, just to see the entire town, you know, adults and kids alike, just joining in the hokey pokey. <laughs> uh, it was just great. You know, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't proclaim to be a huge Hokey Pokey fan, but I can honestly say that would have been a fun Hokey Pokey to participate in. I mean, just to be able to make someone that happy by doing right. something so simple. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like she exactly. didn't want anything big or fancy. It was something as simple as a neighbor noticing something that she loved a lot. And making an effort to be able to reflect that back to this sweet woman. Like, uh, that's, that's awesome. It's so true. And what I love about this story is, you know, Melanie just took something so simple. And, you know, she just completely made Mrs. B's day. And it, it goes to show that, you know, it doesn't have to be a grand gesture. It could just be something as simple as a greeting or what have you. And it just completely changes somebody's state of mind for the day, you know, and it doesn't take much, you know, mm -hmm. in this case, just the hokey pokey. <laughs> you know? It wasn't Melanie's favorite song. Like she didn't, she probably didn't care even a, a, a small fraction about the hokey pokey as Mrs. B did, but the right. way that she, presented it to her like what a gift that was for her um you know just to make that happen that's that's incredible and the the neighborhood to support and and come out like that too that's that's awesome well and it's like the effect is twofold because not only did you make mrs b's day obviously but you also brought your entire community together mm -hmm. you know and they got involved mm -hmm. and now you know maybe some other people 
know their neighbors better because they did the hokey pokey together. <laughs> and just you like know? the song says, that's what it's all about. It really is. Mm-hmm. It really is. I love it. That's awesome. All right. Well, before we get out of here, as we like to do, uh, Amy and I are going to offer up a recommendation to you, something that we've been enjoying that we think you'll enjoy as well. So, Amy, I'm excited to hear what what do you have for us this week? Well, my recommendation is a little bit different from things I've recommended in the past. Although I would say between the two of us, I probably am the wild card with recommendations. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's fair. <laughs> yeah, this would be what I would call another wild card. So I'm recommending Crumble Cookies. Oh, okay. C-R-U-M-B-L is how they spell Crumble Cookies. I had never heard of these cookies uh, until a few weeks back. And one of my friends tagged me in a post that they made for their flavors of the week. Because one of them was like a pineapple flavor. That actually sounded amazing. And watching the the post, I was like, those look like amazing cookies. Never have heard of these before. Okay, random. And then the next week, one of my friends also posted that they were eating crumble cookies. And I'm like, wow. I've never heard <laughs> I have of definitely these. noticed an uptick on Instagram of crumble yeah. cookies. I've seen so, a few pictures now. These cookies keep like making their way into my world because <laughs> last night it's fate. Uh, I guess so. Last night uh, went out to dinner and was eating uh, outside on the patio uh, at this restaurant and glance across the parking lot and lo and behold, what do I see? But a sign that says crumble cookies. <laughs> And it was, it was fate. It, it, it was, it had to happen. (laughs) So, um, the great and dangerous thing about these cookies is that each week they have a rotating menu. So they have, you know, kind of their standard flavors, um, that they usually always have. They have a, a chilled pink sugar cookie, um, that is usually one of the standards on the menu. And a chocolate chip, you know, your basic chocolate milk chocolate chip cookie as well. But uh, the other flavors apparently rotate each week and they have different flavors. And some of them are a little crazy, but so delicious. <laughs> Anyways, so we're sitting at the table and I decided these cookies had to happen. They have an app. You go on the app. Um, you can apparently order in certain locations. You can order to have them delivered to you. You can order oh, to have fancy. them shipped. So if you're not conveniently located near one of their uh, over 200 locations across the United States, you can have them shipped to you. That's smart. I yeah. Like that. or And you can always walk into the store and order them. But um, it was a little busy. Uh, so I did an order for, um, it was actually for drive up like pickup curbside pickup but i was literally walking across the parking lot so it was kind of funny and i was not the only one who did that apparently there were several others um that were waiting outside as well but um yeah so we ordered you know whatever cookie anyone wanted to try last night and they were amazing first of all (laughs) they're huge they're huge cookies I've seen pictures. Yeah, they are pretty big. <laughs> yeah, they're not your tiny, thin little cookies. These are serious cookies. I, I would even argue they're almost like little mini cakes, some of them. I don't know. 
these are the most moist cookies ever. And they are the most flavorful. Um, they are quite decadent and rich. Like you almost, you could split a cookie with someone because they're that rich. I didn't need to know that these were so good. <laughs> uh, yeah, last night, uh, this, the last week's menu was uh, a breakfast theme kind of menu. Um, so one of the cookies was a waffle cookie. One was an old fashioned donut. One was a fruity pebbles and like a fruity pebbles milk and cereal kind of cookie. They were all so crazy good. I love the, the sound of the waffle one. That sounds really amazing. Uh, the waffle one, like literally they made the cookie look like a, a waffle complete with like the butter glob on top, which was actually frosting. <laughs> and then they served it to you with the little, to, you know, to go container of syrup so that, you know, it's served warm and then you drizzle the syrup on top. And it literally was like the best waffle I've ever had because it was a cookie, but it was a, a waffle cookie and it was magic. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, they are crazy good. They're also uh, probably not the most diet-friendly cookies. <laughs> I'm guessing that with the amount of moistness, <laughs> well, I hate the word moist, but there's no other way to describe these cookies. They are crazy moist. Um, uh, these are these are very um, high carb, lots of sugar, lots of butter. I'm I'm just guessing <laughs> they're not friendly for your diet. But if you are looking for an occasional splurge, if you are looking for a sweet treat, something special, whether it's, you know, a gift to celebrate someone or just a special treat for a special occasion, this cookie will change your life. I'm <laughs> just saying, it's good cookie. <laughs> so <laughs> if that doesn't hook you, I don't know what will. I mean, there's no milk and cookies. That was like the snack you know we're, we're being all nostalgic earlier like when i think of being a kid curling up with my little mug of milk and my cookie and letting it like soak in the milk until it gets all soggy like that was a good snack these cookies oh so good, so good. that's true there, there was something about a soggy cookie from the milk <laughs> well these cookies aren't soggy like that but oh it it's seriously these cookies are crazy good um, definitely would recommend try one if you uh, are conveniently located near a crumble cookies or you want to have them shipped to you. It's a tasty treat and worth the splurge. So crumble cookies. That's my recommendation. There you go. A delicious one at that. Nice. <laughs> so how about you? What's your recommendation for us this time? All right. So I have a podcast to recommend once again. And this is a fun one. So we're in September here. So we're getting towards the fall months. Uh, so Halloween is right around the corner. So I'm definitely in kind of a spooky mood. Okay. And uh, I found a podcast that uh, I just, it's the first season they've done it. And I already love it. It's called Haunted Road. And it's hosted by Amy Bruni, who uh, used to be on the old Ghost Hunters TV show. And now she does a show called Kindred Spirits, uh, which mm -hmm. I believe airs on Discovery Channel. What I love about this podcast, so basically what it entails is Amy Bruni walks you through a guided tour of America's most haunted locations. 
but she just doesn't walk you through the haunting part of it. She actually gives you a nice little history of the area and uh, you get to find out some, uh, well, like what life was like during the time that this, you know, these hauntings uh, supposedly originate from. Uh, one of my favorite was actually done on Tombstone. And uh, if you've watched the film with Gert Russell, uh, you'll be familiar with some of the characters that she talks about. But it was really interesting to uh, kind of dive into some of the history of that town and just all of the craziness that went on there. Uh, not just with the Earp brothers, but uh, just how many people sort of met their untimely demise in mm-hmm. that town. She interviews an actual historian, a slash paranormal investigator who uh, lives in the area. So he is able to recall uh, a few uh, interesting tales. So for me, you know, I love history and I love the paranormal. So when you combine both of those, it's a fascinating listen to me because I love hearing some of these historical accounts of what life was like back in, you know, the 1700s, 1800s, mm-hmm. early 1900s. Um, it's just fascinating. And then uh, to just hear some of the firsthand accounts of some of the hauntings, you know, it, it just, uh, yeah, it gets me in a correct state of mind for Halloween. And uh, I love it. I love it. Well, that definitely sounds like a podcast worth checking out, especially uh, with the spooky season upon us. So thanks for that recommendation. Perfect for this time of year. Yeah. So Haunted Road, you can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts. It's definitely uh, worth your time, especially if you're into paranormal and or history. Uh, It'll be a good listen. All right. Well, that about does it for this show. If you enjoyed your time with us, the best way to ensure you never miss a conversation is to subscribe and follow the podcast. You can find out how to do that at worldofhopes.com. And if you would like a little extra dose of hope to help carry you through between episodes, please look us up on Instagram. We are at AWO Hopes. They're sharing and spreading hope and smiles throughout the week. And we would most definitely love to connect with you there and hear your stories of hope. So don't forget to tag us on Instagram. Well, until next time. Take care. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. I will have uh, 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 a... Oh, did you freeze? Oh, it looked like you were frozen. <laughs> no. I thought you were frozen. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. I'm frozen in anticipation of what you're going to say next. <laughs>